welcome back to Immature Themes. Uh, my name is Tara and I'm here to guide you through the theme this month, which was uh, songs with women's names in the title or songs that were kind of uh, specifically about a woman. Um, this was Paul Greer's choice um, and it kind of is really broad, but it's also quite difficult um, because there's lots of songs, you know, we spent actually far too long talking about Mambo Number no. 5, which has lots of women's names in it. But yeah, it was still fun. And we also talk a little bit about, you know, which I think is a real 2020 problem, like how to separate the art from the artist with, um, you know, you might really like someone's music, but they themselves are garbage or, you know, have recently been mutued or something. And um, I don't know how we deal with that. Um, my preference is to not give them any money. <laughs> That's basically it. Um, and then Seb has uh, the back pocket theme, which is songs that rule only because they have a good outro. So that was a tough question to get as a back pocket theme, but I think we came up with some good answers. All right, everyone is here together. Together. <laughs> good enthusiasm. All right. Uh, so Paul Greer, you chose this theme. Do you want to talk? Talk us through the theme this time. Uh, sure. Um, I guess, well, at some point I realized that, well, it's pretty obvious, but there's a lot of tunes um, either about a lady or with a lady's name in the title or predominant in the lyrics. Um, and there's a lot of, lot of ground to be, to be mined there. There's certainly, uh, I don't know, just, just a lot to dig into um get our beaks wet with so to speak you know to rub a is that a phrase it's a phrase from this other podcast that uh, i love it's probably my favorite one topics and they pretend to be this like really highbrow um guys talking about serious subjects and they have like uh but they like they just pretend to be so fucking erudite and just like snobbish about their knowledge but they're complete idiots so it's it's just kind of uh, really funny anyway but they often use that phrase like let's let's get our beaks wet let's really dip our beaks into this one you know this type of this is this of, real it, it is real yeah it's the best podcast <laughs> it's, um, michael ian black this, isn't it what's that it's michael ian black or is michael ian black and michael schalter who yeah. did it um wet hot american, hot american summer and all that sort of stuff stella they're just it's they're very particular type of comedy and it's not it's not for everyone i've realized but for those who like it they're really for you really dig it yeah it's just really stupid stuff like in you know david wayne he did um he's a director as well he's involved with them anyway yeah. they had a great one where they're like you like their little sayings one thing when they're talking about it's like that's such a delicious word it's so thick you could knead it it's like bread you can knead it yeah, yeah, and they're always like, oh, if this conversation was like a, a stew or a soup, <laughs> it would be like a really, a really thick, you know. <laughs> like, yeah. And they keep anyway, saying, and there's that word really... again. <laughs> yeah. There's that word again. <laughs> I'll have to check it out. I like things like that. Called yeah, it's word very... delicious. What's it called? Like, uh, topics. topics. So they just have like a different, um, a different, uh, theme not theme or topic each week and it's like one of them is just like snow or one of them's like santa or uh were you one, did you just listen to the winter episode <laughs> well no that's or like, like penguins <laughs> and one, like, you know icicles 
it's like the unknown and then they go like so what do we know about the unknown what can we, what can we say for sure about the unknown or like they did one about the interstellar the uh, christopher nolan film and they're like neither of them had seen it like <laughs> but they have like a whole hour long conversation about it it's so funny yeah. Yeah. so there you go yeah that sort of stuff but um back to our topic i guess i'm not going to go first by the way but um i'm i'm hoping you all had a bit of like not a hard time getting into it because the hardest part for me was that there's so many mm. there's a lot like people, yeah you know mm. like it's kind of where do you go where which way do you want to go with it like and and what what you want to draw from it so well on uh, you what were you going to say before i clicked record and told you to stop talking until we recorded <laughs> don't be um, shy now yeah <laughs> I was going to say that it was very broad. Uh, it was a very broad uh, topic. To yeah, go it's about women. So, yeah, yeah, and just names like women's. Because what I took when I read it first was like songs about women or with women in the lyrics or in the name. So I was like, well, you know, a woman's well, name. Uh, like I suppose we could have extended it to dudes' names as well, but we can we can do that another time. Um, I bet you that Seb's back pocket theme. That would be good, though. Yeah. Seb's <laughs> back pocket theme is songs about himself. <laughs> songs with the word Seb in them. And Ron. But it might speak to the, the lack of ability for men to actually um, talk about women and like their feelings other than through song. <laughs> it's like... Fair point. <laughs> Hey baby, I just wanted to. Uh, I just wanted to show you how I feel. Yeah, that playing an air song. acoustic guitar for for people listening at home. Crochet has a song on like, photographs yeah. and memories where he's like, "I have to say I love you in a song." That's the like the chorus. He's just basically saying, "I'm never going to tell you in real life, so I have to tell you in a song." Right, but yeah, that's that's pretty that's pretty bang on. I'm thinking of like like men just can't talk at all unless it's through song. And I'm just I just was reminded of. Do you remember there was a lad on one of those like it was probably in English like was it that fellow who had to sing everything? He had that kind of weird like yes. I, what was one of those like Simon Cowan ones, the original ones like Voice for Britain or something? Pop stars or the yeah, pop idol. Yeah, but the lad, there was a lad on it like and he had a really bad stutter and he couldn't speak like at all. But he was he had no issue singing. Like oh yeah, thing. I remember him. Garth, Garth Gates. Why don't Garth you just sing it? Garth Gates. Garth yeah. Gates. Yeah, he had a stutter, and I'm pretty sure he lost his virginity to Jordan. Ooh, I wow. think she, Ooh, I, I think like he did. Actually. What? No, yeah. whoa, whoa, oh, whoa, I, whoa, I, whoa, back up. I think, I think so because I read her autobiography more than once, and it's wait, hilarious. Jordan, Jordan Price, Kate, Katie Jordan Price, Price. Yeah. Katie, Katie Price, Price. <laughs> Katie Price, yeah. Yeah, she banged him. The only Jordan. Um, Is there another Jordan? Michael Jordan, Michael I guess. Jordan? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying like in the fucking Eddie Jordan. in the Brit pop fucking pop idol world. She's not anywhere near the pop idol world. Hello. That's, fucking... But you know, it's all reality TV, that yeah. kind of shit. Yeah. Uh, Peter, 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 Andre Peter Andre much. Peter Andre, yeah. yeah. But they're yeah. not together anymore. Uh, no. But I mean, imagine losing your virginity she... to Jordan. Like, that would just destroy him, I think. Imagine being like Peter Andre. I think that fucking made him, to be honest with you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, he wasn't... I don't know. I never found him that attractive. He had that spiky gel hair. Yeah, yeah. What was the song that he did? I can't remember. I can't place him. Bo Selecta used to take the piss out of him real bad, <laughs> but instead of giving him a stutter, they gave him, like, a really, like, I'm going to... 
Oh, fuck. <laughs> it was like a real laugh. <laughs> I'll edit that out. <laughs> yeah. Spat all over my keyboard. I, I will edit it like. Oh, God, he's such a baby. Yeah. yeah. That's why up. he was a virgin. Man, yeah. we were so close to getting, monitor getting going an answer on. out of Anya. I know. <laughs> now we've gone off on a Garth Gates tangent. Oh, oh yeah. do you want me to go first? Sorry. <laughs> it doesn't have to. Is there any volunteers here first? I'm just cruising the web now. <laughs> I can go first. Cruising I... the web. You're, you're cruising for a cruising. I, I can go first because I like talking, but what will be a challenge for me is then once I'm finished, I have to stay quiet until everyone else is done. That will okay. be a challenge. Up to you. Save I'll it do it. A little bit. An obvious choice for me would have been the song Allison. Allison. Did you play that at your wedding? We did not. I had all 80s, so just like Flock of Seagulls and Duran Duran and stuff. Brilliant. We made the playlist together on like a bus ride one time. Oh. After I had quarantined, we went to a beach. It do you know what I realized, Seb, as well? There's a you might have forgotten about the Pixie song, Alison. Oh, yeah. I did not think of that. Bossa Nova. Yeah. Bossa Nova. Uh, I really like that Elvis Costello song. I was actually thinking about it when I was... Yeah, so good. For me, there's a lot, obviously, as fucking Paul said, there's a lot of songs, man. And I listen to a lot of folk as well, which tends to lend to that. So There's a lot of songs, but I just married a woman called Alison, so I felt yeah. I kind of had to... I, I didn't pick that. I, I was saying I... I, I I'm, Generally, don't we go through a couple that we could have picked then the actual ones? Oh, so now, no, that's, yeah, that's how we talk about it. But I was just yeah. I did not flabbergasted pick that. now that you would I did have not another woman's it. name. Like, how's Alison going to feel? So Ooh. I was thinking about Joanna Newsom stuff, that song, Sadie, which is actually about a dog, but it is a girl's name. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that counts to the theme. Yeah. Well, also, she has Cassiopeia, which is a girl's name, but it's also a consolation. Oh, yeah. Uh, then, like Marissa Nadler, like you know, I'm a big Marissa Nadler fan. She has a fucking ton of songs about girls' names. And uh, what I say, oh yeah, uh, Sylvia off of Songs Three, Bird on the Water. It's her third album. That was a good name for an album. That's probably one of my faves. And Christine from this EP, Sister. I didn't pick any of those. Instead, I picked my Canadian. Fi- well, I found since I got to Canada, but he's from Philadelphia. It's Alex G. And oh yeah, you love Sarah. Alex G. Love Alex G. So I picked Sarah. Sarah. Fucking yeah. Yeah, I'm not Tim Lizzie, Sarah. Did you, one of you guys had picked that as well? No, no, not Tim. There's another one, yeah. But I was uh, that was fucking Phil Lynette solo, or was it Tim Lizzie? Um, that was Tim Lizzie. Was yeah. was it Lizzie? Anyway, yeah, that was you, Sarah. That's a good one. No, Sarah by Alex G. That's a That's classic. Good. I think it's off. Um, it's off Trick. DSU or Beach Songs. No, it's on Trick. No, wait. DSU. Okay. It's really no good. Way. To Paul's point no as well, way. it's again him talking about his feelings. No, wait, wait. Fucking. It is about his feelings, but uh, obviously just puts it in a song. Like the lyrics are really fucking. I wrote them down here. The first, I'm not going to read them all, obviously, like an asshole, but. The first verse is just him talking about Sarah, who's obviously an ex of his, who's into running. That's about it. And in the end, he has a line that goes, every day I'll make promises that plague Sarah's heart so I can watch her fall apart. More more song. Then at the last line is, I second guess the game I played that I made a mistake. Which I feel is just a song he wrote about an ex. And he's like, you always have that. You're like, shit, what if I didn't break up with him? Also, what if I wasn't such a fucking dick all the time? Yeah. 
But uh, yeah, so I picked, thought I was like the that's Alex G is one of my favorite lads now. He's when I listen to my Spotify statistics, it's like my most listened to artists, like two out of the five years. I only found him because he was supporting Built to Spill my first year here when we went to see yeah, him. Yeah, we, we were at that show. It was me, you, yeah. and you, you, me, and Dara, I think. Oh, yeah. Okay. It was way, it was back in 2015 or early 2016. Yeah, yeah he, 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 he played the song Cute, and I was like, well, that's fucking catchy. So I looked him up after, and uh, it's been listening ever since. Kind of got a weird um, way of standing, like his. It's like he's he rocks, yeah, side he to does. side. Yeah. Yeah. And it's very, those... but like also very like standing on both feet at the same time, if you know what I mean. <laughs> he keeps his neck, his <laughs> completely straight and rocks like classic, like a toddler. Yeah. I, his shows are always ones they're like Mac DeMarco, where his music is not very like over the top or anything, but the crowd freaks yeah. out, like all of the young ones <laughs> just lose their mind. Oh. We were at that exactly. underage show, or not like the all age show, show, and yeah. it was just like, what <laughs> going on? <laughs> They're like crowd surfing and moshing, and you're like, this is pretty mellow music. Like, it was, like, like you know, your man's forward. good if uh, the only criticism he's come up with is that he stands on both legs at the same time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that same tour for um, his last album was uh, they streamed the Brooklyn gig from St. Fetus on Pitchfork. Mm. And I, it's, it was the same thing. The crowd was going crazy. I when I saw Frank Ocean, uh, he was playing guitar. Oh, oh really? yeah, yeah, pretty sweet. Easy money. Yeah. All right, Connor, you want to go next because you just talked. Sure. I, guess. <laughs> I opened my I opened my big fat mouth, and here we are. <laughs> um, so yeah, there was a bunch of obviously stuff that came to mind. I just got to say, your hungover voice is going to take away from people that think you have a nice speaking voice because you just sound near death now. I don't know. There's like well, a relaxed, there's kind of a very relaxed kind of aspect to it as well. Like you sound <laughs> like you're so relaxed, you might just drop off. I might just like drop off from <laughs> Asleep? Life. Asleep. Yeah. Not off. Um, yeah. Okay. Sorry. That put you off. <laughs> Sorry. I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm I'm not sure I'm going to all of a sudden turn around and like give this with lots of gusto. I was like, oh, I wasn't asking for that. I'm just saying. Um, well, I'm sure all my fans out there will write me and let me know what they think. Um, so obviously, yeah, a bunch of, a bunch of songs came to mind. I've listened to a lot of Springsteen. And so it was like, is there a Springsteen song? I can, Connor, can we get through one of these podcasts with you talking about fucking... Bruce Springsteen. He's just really good, Paul. <laughs> very good. Um, but the song that I, that I settled on was a Lou Reed song. Oh yeah. Called Heavenly Arms, and it's it's off the Blue Mask, which is like one of his eighties ones. And it's is it eighties? Um, it's uh, eighty two, yeah. Um, and Blue Mask is kind of like a mid period highlight of his um, it actually has the same cover as uh, Transformer but just like it's cropped and it's blue um, but this album was interesting because it was like Lou Reed's like I'm straight album like I'm heterosexual because um, like up until this point like he'd, be, he'd been kind of uh, been like portraying himself as like there was a lot of like drag or there was like a sexual ambiguity 
um obviously like in the Fabian underground days like there was a lot of uh like drag performers running around and stuff like this as well and then this album was just him being like i'm a straight man so there's a song a song on it called like woman and it's just i love woman it's like the chorus like he's really being like i'm heterosexual um and a lot of people are like that's kind of lame man because like you're like a you know cult like an icon for people but whatever so this song is kind of a little bit naff and a little bit over the top and it's about his wife that i think kind of precipitated this change and him to be kind of like um and she's called sylvia and the chorus like or there's a part in the song which is just him like singing sylvia over and over again like sylvia so over the top it's wonderful sylvia Um, could be a guy's name as well though no Sylvia? Sylvio with an O. Is Sylvie. Sylvio. Sylvio, maybe. Yeah, that's probably it. Sylvio. Um, but it's Sylvia, so it's a yeah. check. Um, but yeah, it's just a, it's a song that like when I kind of first heard it, I was like, this is awful. And then I'm like, this is great. So, it doesn't sound very good, to be honest. Well, exactly. It doesn't sound very good, but you listen to it like 20 or 30 times and like fucking drink a lot of beers and you'll come around to it. This and album like, also has the, the like being locked up in prison or something. Mm. How long is the song? That was not too bad. How long is the song? Uh, four minutes and forty-seven seconds. Um, Specific. The also of note that the album that the song's off, the Blue Mask. Um, were we to go with the previous theme that was abandoned because we were all too hungover about hangovers, um, I would have picked Waves of Fear off this album, which is sounds like being hungover and describes being hungover it's awful does it increase or decrease your hangover when increase. you're listening oh to God, it, it increase? Like, so you couldn't it, listen to it yeah well i could but i'd be going down a deep dark hole yeah you get the fear bad oh that's good i'm yeah surprised that you didn't pick a bruce springsteen song but he doesn't i don't think he's got like i must do like, most, oh, like it's very hard to like search like a lady name song you know like mm. i don't know um i'll go next because i opened your, your difficulties searching yeah you're like girl name it's just gonna give you like girl name bands yeah. well there's that uh, band from belfast girl's name so that one probably would have come up first <laughs> girls allowed love them Another pop idol uh, group. Girl on girl. No, Paul. U.S. girls. U.S. girls. Mm-hmm. Listen to them right lately. I never really gave them a go till um, Adam was on about them. It's not they're bad. good. Yeah. It's got some good shit. I'd like to see them live. I hear they're good live. Yeah, from Toronto. Yeah. Or no. Mm-hmm. They, they live in Toronto now, at least, because you won... Yeah, the, the guy a songwriter. Her husband is a producer from Toronto or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She may be American herself. She is. I heard him interviewed with uh, Vish Khanna. I don't know if you ever listened to that Creative Control podcast. It's really good. Um, it was the guy Tara actually got the who hosted the David Berman night. Oh, okay. Trans like that guy. He has his own podcast and he he has connections with Drag City and stuff. So he's 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 one of the few people that's interviewed like. You know, uh, Dave Berman, um, well, Steve Albini has been interviewed a lot, but he often inter- interviews him. Bill Callahan, 
body principality or the Will Oldham like. So he gets he does get a lot of interesting guys on that you don't necessarily hear from a lot. Um so yeah. That's fun. Recommend. Th- that um that guy from US Girls, that that's your girl's partner. I think is the drummer and band leader in that like badge epoch ensemble band that we saw supporting Callahan. Callahan and a few of us went to see them in the garrison as well. That was pretty good. Oh yeah, I remember that. They are they're decent. It's like a they're good musicians, like mm. yeah. Would nice. recommend. Sorry, Tara. No, that's okay. Um so when you said songs for women's names, my mind immediately just went to songs that I could think of that list women's names. So like um, The Beautiful South, do you know that song for yeah. whoever? Yeah, where it's like, um, I wrote down the names that they list. They, Jennifer, Allison, Philippa, Sue, Deborah, Annabelle too. <laughs> I like that song. So That's a fun song. Like, song for whoever. You made me just think of like, what is it Mambo number five? The guy who does that. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that's what you were saying. So that guy, I don't know if this is true, but like is in Vega, good? after he released it, like, like his family were really gutted with him. Really? Why? Really? Just, it was like a sexist song or something. I don't know. Lou Vega. Not really though, but. Uh, that's right, yeah. yeah, he does name them all. <laughs> the beautiful south is better than that i really like them um i was told me and Aud- we were talking about them not that long ago right that i kind of yeah. rediscovered them they're like it's the first cd i remember as a kid stealing from my parents was like the beautiful south greatest hits and i always really liked it and then your parents fought for a week where's my fucking beautiful south cd <laughs> <laughs> i still have it in my room actually i think like in our <laughs> Never to be found again. Um, and then the other song that I thought about that lists women's name is um, The Flight of the Concords, Carol Brown. Um, you know, oh that's, my God, so good. I love that song so I much. Never right? to that. Yeah. It's, um, it's like about how Carol Brown left him out of town and then he just goes through, he lists all his ex-girlfriends and why they left him. It's Jermaine that's singing. And um, there's the chorus um, of all his ex-girlfriends and they're like, he can't cook. He's not boyfriend material. And he just comes in. He's like, we can't eat cereal. Like, just like, yeah. It's very good. But he names like, a, I don't know. I can't remember. Mona. She told me she was in a coma. Brittany. Brittany hit me. And it's just like all the people that left him for other reasons. That reminds um, me of their, um, like, flight the Concords and they're chatting. And they're like, oh, yeah, Jermaine, I think, I think this is the one. I thought, uh, I thought Carol was the one. Yeah, she was the one too. Well, how many ones can you have? I don't know, two. <laughs> <laughs> I love them so much. I listen to their music a lot so they could cheer up. They're just so funny. I didn't know we could pick TV ones. I'd like to change my one to the Brita song from Community. I haven't seen that. Getting oh. rid of the Brita. Getting rid of the B. She's a no good B. <laughs> Um, but the one that I did actually pick in the end, because I, fa- like, I find it hard to like go through songs that you, like we were just saying, like searching for songs that have women's name. So the one that immediately stuck out to me was um, Rod Stewart's Maggie May. Um, Cause oh. I just, I like really like the, well, the beginning where it's just like, wake up Maggie, I think mm. I've got something to say. Yeah. Um, but which is very good. But then I listened to the song. I didn't realize there's some crazy intro, like that's like old time folky, like not even old time folky, but it's like, like 
Shakespearean folk intro music, and then it goes into this song. Like it's like a fifteen-minute um, pentangle song. What's that band called? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that that like fucking. I was just reading about. Why? What were we talking about these guys recently? I was and looking at all stuck them on a jam one time. Yeah. Um, but back to Maggie May, it was one of the songs that like you know very well and it's like upbeat um, but I didn't realize that it's kind of like it's a really scathing song against the woman I didn't realize until I like listened to it again um, and one of the lyrics that I like really made me chuckle when I listened yesterday was um, the morning sun when it's in your face really shows your age oh my isn't god it about Mar- <laughs> isn't it about Thatcher I thought it was about Margaret Thatcher is it no is it could have sworn and it's like just about like the cold strikes yeah, let's have a look Oh, it's it's all about he's like I'm 17 and I should be back at school and oh, then you drag yeah. me into your bed and maybe I'm off. I don't know. I mean, it might be metaphorically about her, but I really love that idea <laughs> or not that idea. But like, can you imagine somebody saying that to you and you're lying in bed and they're like, oh, the sun there really shows your age now. Well, it's, it says Maggie May was more or less a true story about the first woman I had sex with at the 1961 oh. BLU Jazz Festival. Like, maybe there's a chance that Rod Stewart lost Thanks, his virginity Thatcher. to Thatcher at a jazz festival. I could be way off. Maybe That'd I just... Be amazing. I don't know why I thought that. Liverpoolian song about a... Pro- <laughs> he has stated the name is taken from an old Liverpoolian song about a prostitute. Oh. Sex worker, I guess. Yeah. Okay. It says here. Because that's, the, that's right, that fuck. song on... Uh, that the Beatles do, like, briefly on Let It Be, right? Oh, dirty Maggie May. They've yeah. taken you away. Oh. There's definitely a lot of Beatles ones. I was thinking about mm. some Beatles ones, but then I fell on this and I was like, I like this Rod Stewart, Maggie May. And like, when do you ever listen to Rod Stewart? Like, never. <laughs> I, I just listened to Rod Stewart earlier today. Yeah. No, you were not. Yeah. I have him on a few playlists. Fine. I, I, think, I think there's, uh, there's <laughs> still a Rod Stewart cassette in my mom's car like to this day <laughs> like it's stuck in the thing you just, just can't get it one. it's hilarious like it's a family joke like that you know Rod, <laughs> Rod Stewart is just like a thread through our whole childhood yeah it, it's funny as you were talking about that and like it's interesting where you kind of like a song like that where you've got like a somewhat of a peripheral understanding of it and you're then you listen to it and it's like it's not what it, I think it's about at all yeah. yeah, and give it with the theme reminded me of like my Delilah by well Tom Tom Jones does it, and it's like yeah. it's like super dark. Is it? Doesn't he like kill her or something? Yeah, I I, I can only think of the plain white tees. The oh my hey there God. Delilah, hey there, Delilah. Yeah, that's all that's coming to my head. Oh. It's like that'd be a good topic. Is like songs that you completely misinterpreted. Yeah. Like the upbeat songs that are about sad things or something. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm there. <laughs> it's like just the Eels catalog. But... Yeah. Do you know who's got a who's got a lot of songs that are like really upbeat but actually depressing lyrics? And so Springsteen. <laughs> oh Jesus yeah, Christ. of course. Well, born in the USA is the obvious pick, isn't it? Or Oh, Connor's like already. Pumped up about kids that. as well, pumped up kicks, whatever that one's called. Is that MGMT or whoever the fuck that is? So anyway, sorry. Yeah. Who hasn't gone? Anya, you go. Um. So yeah, to begin with, I did not do much research into this because I was like, I know what I'm picking, and it was Sheila McGig, PJ Harvey from Drive. But then I looked into it and I was like, 
this is not a woman's name. No, Sheila McGig is a, let me get this right. Statues, uh, carvings of naked women displaying an exaggerated vulva. <laughs> Oh, in architecture around Europe. So I was like, that's not Perfect. Sheila. Uh, so then I had to go back to the drawing board. Yeah, and, Sheila um, McGig's almost like a banshee or something, you know? It's like a... Yeah, a yeah. Um, so then I had to, like, put that one aside. I do have on my list Mambo number five. Like, <laughs> I'm not really? using that. I'm not using that, but you know what? This is yes. so immature, and this, this, I hope, just edit out. But, like, you know the very, very beginning of Mambo number five? Eight. <laughs> that kind of like sound at the beginning. I think you're the only one that hears that. It sounds like <laughs> I don't know. What listen to the song after this, right? Because it sounds like someone. I'll play the party. beginning for a second. Yeah, go on. It's like a part. I'm curious. Then. <laughs> Were you supposed to hear something? That was it. Oh, you can't hear it. That was it. Yeah, I I could vaguely. You're hear not it. wearing it. Is that like meant to be a bed squeaking or something? Or I don't know what it's supposed to be, but uh, it just from when I I put it on my list because I was kind of laughing, um, but that's not the song that I went with. <laughs> because it's a it, essentially the mandate was now you may think I didn't follow it, <laughs> thus far I did not. Gentlemen, this mumble number five. There we go. Okay, yeah. That sounds like a fart. Yeah. You know that sounds like a fart? <laughs> it sounds like a frog farting or something, or some small yeah. animal. Like, Not like a... What sounds like a human doing it? It just sounds like a frog. A human farting to sound like a frog talking. <laughs> we've, we've greatly digressed. Lou Baker. Um, I, I called him Lou Reed. <laughs> Lou Reed's Mamba number five. <laughs> and it's just Sylvia uh, over and over again. <laughs> it's Sylvia, 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 Sylvia. So anyway, I the the essentially the mandate was songs with women about women or women's names in the title or lyrics. So I went with a boy called Sue. Oh, nice. Um, uh, nice. Because it is essentially a woman's name, but obviously about this guy, uh, Johnny. It, it was written by a guy who knew a fellow whose name was Jean. And this guy, Jean, was obviously very sore that his name was Jean, he had a woman's name. Um, but it's spelled differently. Jean. Yeah, like Jean Hackman, like G-E-N-E. This guy's name was spelled J-E-A-N. Oh. So... But it's kind of funny when you think about it, like boys' names versus girls' names. Anyway, yeah. but this guy was given a girl's name and he spent his whole life looking for his father to beat the shit out of him. And then he's, in the end, when they're like facing down and his dad is like, oh, it's to make you tough. So kind of a fun story. That's what I went with. There you go. There's just picking up a record of Johnny Cash. I thought you'd left the room and then you just rose <laughs> up. It was like you were wriggling a big old line. You're popping up. It's like, yeah. I got a song. Song number one. Boy named nice. Sue. Nice. That's a great song. And I always love, um, it's in Swingers, right? There's someone called Sue in that. And he yeah, yeah. fits and the, the stereotype of a boy named Sue because he ends up like being the guy that carries a gun because he's tough. Mm. There were good movies, Swingers, and then Made as well. Made was not good. I thought it was good. No, I like, didn't like it. I've seen that. Saw it's it a, about it's... 13, 14, maybe. 
Yeah, my brother was working at the Cineplex in Cork City at the time, so I had a massive made poster in my bedroom as a teenager. It's just John Favreau and Vince Vaughn in the back of a limo. And P. Diddy's in that too, right? Oh, fuck, I can't remember. I just remember he was like a, a bad boxer and he yeah. was working, his missus was in the mob or he, her dad was in the mob and they had a kid and the, she was a bad mom, I don't know. Hmm. Yeah, that's a good choice, Anya. Does that uh, suit your theme there, uh, Greer? Is it acceptable? It is, of course, yeah. yeah. <laughs> As you said, it's, it's quite wide open. Uh, yeah. So. All right, yeah, well, and your... Way you want. Tell, us, tell us your choice. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I, ugh, there's loads. Like, and apparently this started out because I realized, you know, there's a lot of just, you know, love songs basically with that sort of with mentioning. Probably back, back in the day a lot more, I'd say like back in the 60s, 70s, maybe even 50s, like there was a lot of just like, it was a done thing where, you know, you would be singing about a particular uh, lady or whatever. So, um, but I also realized later, um, probably through Daniel Romano, I was like, he has a song um, called Louise and he's got another one called Paul and John and Sunken Moon has a one called Elaine. So I'm like ticking off my family members' names here. <laughs> But unfortunately, I had to stop there because there's no, I couldn't find one with Rachel. And um, my mom's name is Nula. And I'm pretty sure there's no song about Nula. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm going to write that song. Prove me wrong, yeah. Um, Nula, you're Paul's mom. La, la, la. <laughs> yeah. And then, well, Seb already mentioned, I don't know what we were recording, but yeah, Seb had mentioned his new, new wife, Alison. New wife. <laughs> his, his only wife. The old one had to go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, Alison, yeah, the Elvis Costello, and as I mentioned, the the Pixies one as well, which is awesome. And I've I've got an auntie called Cecilia, and like her head was probably wrecked after a number of years with people playing that song. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or like Come on Eileen as well. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, her name wasn't Eileen, so. <laughs> and then. Uh, I mean, then it's, so then I was thinking a bit more, this, I mean, this morning I woke up at like 3.30 and thought about this for 10 minutes and then made tacos again. Um, but uh, uh, there's a, some, and this is somewhat controversial given recent news, um, but Mark Kosleck, Sun Kill Moon, he just got me too'd. So mm-hmm. we can talk about that if you want, but let's... Didn't hear that? Yeah. Um, but assuming... Yeah, let's just put that to that to the side for a second, I guess. And um, there's a song that he has. Well, it, it was during uh, his time with Red Red House Painters, but it's called Katie Song, and it's spelled K E T Y actually. But um, it's basically a big, amazing breakup tune. And he's like, you know, like anyway, I won't get into the lyrics, but um, I thought it was interesting, and it's one of the kind of more famous or popular ones from the Red House Painters time uh, for sure and even now he gets you know requested that song a lot um, playing in either as Sunken Moon or just through his own name um, and there's a there's a Sunken Moon record called Among the Leaves and the last couple of songs in that are just about the kind of about touring around basically and about the kind of drudgery of like sameness of just day after day and he was uh, in one of the tunes he's, he's basically talking about a, a fan 
shouting up and annoying the hell out of him, asking for it. Uh, but he says, uh, he pronounces a catty song as in, you know, to uh, really double down on the ignorance of the guy that he can't even pronounce the name of the tune correctly. And I was even wondering when I first heard that, I was like, oh, what is it actually pronounced that way or is it Katie's song? You know, um, but then I realized he was actually just taking the piss out of the guy you know, by him pronouncing it correctly, miscorrectly, incorrectly, miscorrectly, Jesus. Incorrectly. Yeah. Miscorrectly. Go back What's to sleep. That That's not a word. Incorrectly. Um, yeah. So that that was that was basically my one. It's a great tune, and um, and a fucking pretty amazing breakup tune as well. Yeah. Yeah. It just sucks that uh, he's not a very nice man. And my yeah. ex called Katie too, so it kind of fucking really. Hit home for me. Resonated too. with you. Yeah. So there he, you go. He's got a good. He's got a good song about a girl who's in a non-sexual way. Carissa from the album Benji. But it's right, right, right. Yeah. That's one of my favorite songs. Yeah, it's a great tune. Of Kozilek. I think it's the first. It's the first song on that record. Yeah. 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 First known, yeah. That was what I was thinking as you're going through that. that that's uh, okay. by his cousin, and it's. I, I every time if I if I listen to that song and like I'm paying attention to it and listen to the lyrics I cry like every fucking time it's brutal it's incredible I just read quickly about his accusations they seem pretty legitimate yeah fuck that guy yeah Yeah, I'm not so what happened they're they're not like it's not like oh a bit of fucking maybes they seem pretty fucking if they're true they seem to be legitimate sexual assaults yeah yeah Connor was it you were saying that somebody with a tattoo I read about that in Reddit in the comments. Someone was like, "My buddy's got like a full like Red House Painters tattoo sleeve." Wow! And I'm like, "Fuck!" And then I'm like, "I'm glad that like any tattoos I have that like reference musicians, they're all like dead. So it's grand. They probably can't commit any fucking sexual assaults." That's a good choice, Greer. Except for the fact that that guy's a piece of shit. Yeah, I know. So like, I mean, that could be a whole other conversation. Like separating. The uh, art, art from the art. artist yeah right yeah, yeah. it's, it's i mean really... i think for something like that is like it's just too bad it's like fuck that guy like you know yeah. it's things like that where it's like you don't want to give him money but it's like i already own a lot of records and i like listening to them so i'll probably yeah. keep listening and it's not going to change me fucking them out it's not going to change anything that's However, how i feel about it i'm like yeah. if i can listen to a record or like download illegally or something like i'm not going to stream or play on youtube like michael jackson or something because yeah. like I don't want to give that empire yeah. money. Yeah. But like that, if there's a silver lining to artists not getting any money for um, us playing their tunes on the likes of Spotify and, and online or whatever, downloading, um, this is probably a good case. So you can continue listening to these creeps and sure in the knowledge that they're getting fuck all money for it. <laughs> like, Yeah, I meant more about like physical. <laughs> as well. like the fi- I own... You know, a lot of no, no, I, I yeah. yeah, and like I think that the way the way that a lot of us support, or I mean, we we did before quarantine times was uh like going to gigs and buying merch mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So it's like obviously you're not going to go to right. a gig of Sun Kill Moon, or I mean, he probably right. won't be playing any. It, it kind of doesn't doesn't hurt that he fucking really fell off and just like the last couple of albums were yeah, shit. And I was like, I'm not going either way. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but it's not yeah, like you just released release an absolute banger of an album and you're like, oh. Yeah. Like, like, was that yeah. one lyric he had, like, 
got the Pokemans. Oh man, some shit like that. He's got like some song referencing Pokemon Go. Oh, fuck. Oh, all right. God. Um, all right, let's go to our back pocket theme. Seb, back you're in charge pocket. of it. Ah. Uh, um, <sighs> So this is, this is complex, relatively complex to explain. It's not. It's very easy. But <laughs> songs that are 8, 9, 10 out of 10, really like high-end songs, but they're only good because they have a bigger outro. So, like songs that were saved by their outro. So like if you're, listen- if you're listening to a song, you're like, wow, this is only okay. Then it has a huge outro, and you're like, this is the best song I've ever fucking heard. So as an example... Botches see Thomas Howell as a soul man would not count because that's a great song start to finish. It just happens to have a big outro. My example is The Great Snake by Lemon Twigs. You know, Lemon Twigs have this kind of old Beatlesy rock and roll really? sound. And their songs are very kind of lovely songs sounding. So they're very jangly. And I have this song, Great Snake, which you just has like, do 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 do, boom boom, you know, and it looks right over here. Then a very like jangly. Then the outro is this huge fucking riff. So fucking that's my pick is lemon twigs a great snake. So, so but you can just if you want to make this easier just pick songs that you love that have it the, the the outro is the best part of the song. What's what's a song you love and but you only love it because the outro is the best part. Okay. I feel like that's good, eh? Is that okay? Focus on the outro. I always that's think all right. Yeah. Can, yeah. can I, I go, can I go next? Because I don't because I'm pretty sure someone else will steal mine. If all right, go for it. So I mean this one. I'm taking your. I'm. I. I've got. Do it. it. Just let him do, do it. Do it at the same time. One. Two. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that'd be good. Ready? Both you boys at the same. Should time. we do it at the same time, Paul? Okay. The song okay. name, then the band. So song name, band. You ready? Okay. So one, one, two, two three. three. The Walkman. The Rat. Mac. <laughs> <laughs> See, I don't know if the Rat counts because it's a good song start to finish. I know that was so. That was my immediate thought, but then. You, okay. Yeah. The chain. The chain is a great example, Connor. So, like, I think I I do think the certainly when I first listened to the chain, I'm like just like get to the end. Yeah. But like the the verses suck, but the choruses are good. Like the you don't love me now. Yeah. Um, but even if they're like a seven or eight out of ten, that outro is like ten out of ten. Big time. And it's like a real. I don't know like that that drastic shift in the song like it's 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 awesome i don't really have anything too much to say about yeah, no, it's, this no, it's, remember it's, the formula one it's really great yeah it's a great yeah, yeah, exactly. great example the not not to be fair the lemon twig song is very good clearly i like them and i've been listening to them enough to fucking identify i like the end of the song the best but uh yeah big outro paul the rat doesn't count but that's start to finish well, i know it's it's start to finish quality yeah i know but um oh. Yeah, that was the initial thought until you, you know, put the uh, caveat of the first half has to be. Hey, but if you're if you if you are stuck, pick just. A song. No, no, I got well, I got, I got other ones, and they might fall into the same with the same issue. So I was thinking uh, the Beatles' "Day in the Life." Oh yeah. Because um, the end of that's absolutely banger, but the start of it's really good too. So Very I don't know, but it's not out. Maybe it's the best part of the song, but the start doesn't, you know doesn't uh suck too hard either so um then i was thinking uh credence clearwater revival heard it through the grapevine mm. where they like there's a single version i guess where they don't wail on it they just go through the song but like there's another version where they just like jam out on it for like 
ever and it's really quality um was that all i had god damn it yeah every, I think that was every neil young song every neil young or crazy horse song. yeah <laughs> yeah yeah it's true um the only one that i can think of um off the top of my head it's i don't know you guys aren't fans but car seat headrest the drunk drivers killer whales because that whole song changes shift at like the, the like the last quarter of the song it's like where you get the chorus and like it really gears up towards the end i, 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 I don't know that song that's like his good song <laughs> I just, like, i'll just turn yeah. it off as soon as i hear those notes well how does the outro go how does it go what's the it's just like the chorus Doesn't comes in. Be like be like this. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no. That's Yeah, yeah. But yeah, you're right because it's like the Good example. The whole like a, yeah. Up to that, you're just like get to the fucking bit where it does yeah. the thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You you skip you two go. minutes to get like the bang of the song. Like, yeah. There you go. That's um, a perfect example. Then. That's how about topic? How about Radiohead um, exit music for a film? Uh, hmm? So. I love the start of the song as well, but I could imagine that there's some people don't possibly love the first half of the song, but then, then it kicks in with the bass and fuzzy bass, just like climbing down and like the, the drums are wicked too. So that's not a bad one, I would say. Cool. Oh, and a head reference as well in mm. there. This is a hard one. Um, this is a good, it's like, and I think another one for me is, you know, the band Chun Up? It's uh, fucking Jose Gonzalez's band. He did oh, the solo thing yeah. first and then got a yeah. kind of a band going called Junup. They have a song called Tide. Junup, maybe. Junup. How do you pronounce it? Junup, or I say like then Junup, Junup. You say Junuper? I, th- I would say Junuper. Is it Junuper? Yeah, I pronounce, Juniper, yeah. it's an, I pronounce everything wrong, so. Junup. That one, the song Tide, it actually is a very good song, but it's very mellow, very fucking mellow. Then the outro is like this huge, they have three synth players, and the outro is just synth city. It's like, wow, wow, wow. It's fucking class. Nice. I'd say maybe um, as well, see, it's hard to think of the outro versus like a song that has really good build up, like mm-hmm. um, Kevin Morby's City Music, like that builds up really great and has like, a really good end to it like and it's a slow pace at the beginning but i don't think it quite fits this theme yeah, yeah I'm, I'm trying to think i think um joe cocker will help to my friends I'm like, mm. that, that has a big outro i love joe cocker he just yeah. like voice just sounds like he's just about to like rip his fucking throat out like i rip think he was most of the time <laughs> Yeah, it's not too easy. I'm just thinking generally of like something with like a regular song. They're just trying to let's just get through the parts so we can go to this banger. Mm. You finished like, um, yeah. Okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <I'm sorry. laughs>